welcome back to another podcast episode. You're joined again, and of course, me and my co-host Benito. What's up, Ben? What's good? What's good, D? What's good? What's good? Yeah, man, all is all right. You know, it's it's just unfortunate that um, we got this news that was released yesterday about Anthony uh, with some allegations that were that that came up from his his former ex girlfriend. Yeah. And it's just a shame that, you know, it has just been a roller coaster of bad events since the loss from Arsenal. Um, Jaden Sancho's statement after Ten Hag's uh, press release. And now, you know, we're being slapped in the face with another one of our star players at Man United involved in some, you know, bad behavior mishaps. Now, obviously, we're not saying that he's, he's guilty at the same time. We're not saying he's innocent. We don't know exactly what has happened. But we're just here to cover the story, you know, just to keep everyone up to date with exactly what's going on. Um, we're not going to cover much on the case. We're just going to let you guys know what has been said out there in the news. And we're just going to give our thoughts um, to exactly what we think will probably transpire um, from this news. So just to break it down, um, yesterday... The Brazil Football Confederation, the CBF, um, released an international duty and yeah. will not be part of the Brazilian squad. So the allegations are as follows um, from his former girlfriend. So her name is Gabriela Cavalin, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so this started uh, last year. Um, and apparently she uh, claims that she was attacked by Anthony with a headbutt in a Manchester hotel room on the 15th of January, leaving her with a cut head, which needed treatment from a doctor. Um, she also said that um, she was punched in the chest by Anthony, um, which she claims caused damage to a silicon breast implant, which required corrective surgery back in Brazil. Um, then later on, on the 8th of May, um, she was saying that she suffered from a cut finger while trying to protect herself, accusing Anthony of throwing a glass cup towards her as well as then taking her passport. Um, she then filed a report with the authorities in Sao Paulo concerning the allegations of physical and verbal abuse by Anthony while on holiday in Brazil during June 2022 when she was pregnant as well as making a separate complaint to Greater Manchester um, Police. So basically, these are the allegations which have come out. Um, Anthony did release a statement on his Instagram story claiming that um, these allegations are false and that they are trying to deal with this matter at hand, um, basically for him to clear himself as innocent. Now, there has been some evidence that has been, you know, leaked. I haven't seen this evidence, but apparently there have been some, there was evidence of a WhatsApp conversation where there was some altercation between um, himself and the girlfriend. So like we said, we, we're just here to report what we have read on the news. Um, we don't know how far along these investigations are. We don't know exactly what's going on. So basically um, this episode, we're just gonna dive into um, is was going to dive into what you call this, what would transpire um, henceforth. Um, will he still be part of the Manchester United squad? Is there a possibility that he may be dropped from the squad? 
like maintained Greenwood until the investigation is over? And if so, what does it look like for him moving forward in this Manchester United squad? And of course, what does it mean for um, the players that have been competing for his place on the squad? So yeah, over to you, Ben. Talk to me, man. What do you think um, will transpire after all this news has dropped on us? You know, before I, before I even go into that, the first thing that came into my mind when I when we when these allegations came about, like they surfaced now. The, the the first thing that just came into my mind in a footballing sense is like, damn, our club just can't catch a break. You know? Yeah. Like we're yeah. just dealing with so much. Yeah. It's so annoying. Like I like we don't need this right now. As a footballing club, we don't need this right now. We just came out of something like this, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the Mason Greenwood situation. You know, like, it's like, wait, how did we even find ourselves in this position? Like, what, wait, what's going on at United? What kind of recruitment? Like, I get that this is Eric Ten Hag's player. But, like, why do we seem to be attracting players that have issues? Now, I'm not saying that, like, uh, here I'm not coming here to stay anything by saying that um, Anthony is, is guilty for what he did. But these are serious allegations to a player that yeah. just came into Manchester United. We just came off dealing with Mason Greenwood and his situation. Like that alone, like that separated the fan base alone. But for some reason, I, also, I don't think this one will separate the fan base that much because um anthony is 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 brazilian so it won't really affect people as much but it is a very serious situation you talk about what you just mentioned the allegations and what's funny is when those reports were filed like those um allegations were filed like when she when she claims things happen these altercations it's crazy to put like what I read, like they said that they corresponded with games that we lost, you know, those intense games, like last season, those last, last games were very, very intense. You know, the, the West Ham game, um, I think even the city game. And those are the games that they were kind of like mentioning, like after those games, that's where these kind of altercations happen. And <clears throat> You look at Anthony, the kind of player that he is. He, he's a petulant kind of player. He looks like he has a short fuse. And then you try and connect this. You know, it's going to... It's 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 in the minds of the fans. Like, they're sitting at the back there thinking, wait, did this guy do it? You know? And if he did, like, really? Like, didn't you... you came, Like, if he did, like, you came into the club knowing that Mason Greenwood is going through something as similar so, like and you can tell like yeah. how serious it is and then you i don't know maybe he thought he was not going to be caught like maybe he thought his girlfriend wasn't going to speak because she's foreign i don't know but she's 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 reported this and now the manchester the manchester police are now involved when that happens it becomes a serious problem because now he he has to be suspended just like what they did with, like in Brazil, like you, you mentioned, they've dropped him, yeah. right? He was supposed yeah, to be taking part. Yeah, they've dropped him. So Manchester United have to follow suit. If they don't, they are going to look so weird. Like they're going to look very, very, 
awkward in this kind of situation. They really need to follow the example they have set with the way they dealt with Mason Greenwood. Now you look at the situation. Um, They're very similar, but at the same time different. I say this because Mason Greenwood's girlfriend or his wife or his fiance, she ended up, they, 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 they pulled the charges which meant that this thing couldn't go any further because he was they found him innocent you know what i mean in well, and they didn't find him they didn't find him innocent there wasn't oh, yeah, enough they... evidence and a lot of the key witnesses um dropped off from the case so they never yeah. had enough to convict him so they dropped the case so they dropped the case so anyway he still yeah. walked free even though people are looking at him like yo man you might have did it because the evidence is there now with anthony the girl is filing charges like she's not playing around like yo this nigga blew my silicone this nigga, this guy hurt my finger this guy did this he headbutted me blah 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 like she's sticking with it she's reported it not once not twice like she kept on reporting this thing so manchester united need to follow suit they need to punish him as well like well not punish him but do exactly that they did suspend him and then do the investigation like they always do you know what yeah. i mean no yeah no i agree with you um yeah i think definitely some action will need to be taken um so yeah as we said that we don't know if he is innocent or guilty um so at this moment in time you know we can't really say he, he needs to be punished but you know suspension is not punishment it's you know, not suspension punishment. is yeah. basically what you're keeping you on hold until you know we know exactly what's going on you know yeah. And yeah. yeah, they need to, you know, hold him off, you know, from being in the first team until this issue is resolved, until his case is settled, and then he can be brought back in the team if he's found innocent, or if not, then they, I guess they just have to follow suit with what they did um, with Mason Greenwood. Um, so yeah, I mean, speaking of Mason Greenwood, obviously he has gone now to Gaddafi, and, you know, there's more news that has come out to say that he will be allowed to come back to the club or he will come back to the club um i'll, I'll definitely get my facts right on that one um after a season after a year it's like you'll be eligible to come back to the club but obviously that's a topic for another day but no you know what it is you know what it is yeah. so yeah greenwood's contract ends in 2026 mm-hmm. it ends in 2026 the summer of 2026 so Okay. The way they 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 masked this whole thing, they said that that terminating his like that they're parting ways. He's yeah. still contracted to the club until 2026. That's why he's on loan to Getafe. Oh, okay. Check. So yeah, the the loan deal is okay. Fine. This guy is going to go on loan maybe for a year, but in that loan. Yeah, and apparently it happens in all loan deals, like a majority of loan deals. There's a clause that says that this player can return to his club after six months in January. Okay. And yeah, and on top of that, um, United are going to be playing a significant amount of his wages while he is there. So, yes. So, in a way, I feel like Mason Greenwood is going on a sabbatical. He's literally going on a proper loan to go and see if he can get his football legs back. and yeah. But one thing for sure is that, one thing for sure is Manchester United will not terminate his contract. He might leave for free. It will be tricky towards the end. 
they might yeah. release him or if they offer him another contract it means that they're still interested in 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 having greenwood or still getting some sort of uh profit out of greenwood because yeah he will still not be allowed at united unless something changes i am very hopeful man i am very hopeful i am a mason greenwood boy i love the boy i'm ex i'm excited for him i told you i'm gonna be watching yeah. all his games this season i want to see him improve improve so yeah. and i saw his training left foot right foot i'm i'm excited i'm excited so yeah i'll be keeping an eye on greenwood and if things change i'll be happy um i i i really have my fingers crossed on him the way man united are handling this situation it almost looks like he might come back we just don't know yet we just they're testing yeah. the waters you know but I, i'm excited for that I, I i am i am all right Okay, yeah. so now obviously with the possibility of of Anthony not being involved in the first team, yeah. Um, what does it look like to you in terms of someone to replace him in his position? Because obviously we have Pelestri, who's available. Um, I don't know if <laughs> Ahmed will be ready by then, and of course we have our boy Sancho, who is currently I'm involved. I'm so glad you in asked. Old drama. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm excited to answer this question right now. Like, yo, I, you know, Sancho must be sitting there and thinking to himself, like, what a stupid thing that he did, because, mm. you know, in a weird way, like he could be punished just because of his actions. Like he might not see yeah. game time just because of his stupid actions, you know. Yeah. And now this op this opens up an opportunity for a, a younger player. And my God, if this young player takes this opportunity and grabs it and yeah. goes with it, it's a wrap. It's going to be yeah. a wrap. Because remember, Sancho is not Eric Ten Hag's player. Yeah. He's done all he has done to protect him and all those things and be with him. Him doing what he did yesterday has really rubbed him off. And apparently they're pissed off. They are angry yeah. with him. So I, I, I don't know. However, with... Um, Anthony, uh, with the possibility of Anthony being suspended, it does now of bring up like what we want to see because we were. It's strange. It's so funny how football works. You see how these gods work, bro. Like yeah. we were, we were, we were frustrated with Anthony because of his end product. We wanted somebody that's going to come in there and sort that thing out. Now we are, we are presented with an, a, a situation where Anthony is going to be moved from the club. I mean, he's going to be suspended. And then somebody else has to fill that position. Now it's all about who's going to fill that position. You know what I mean? Sancho can redeem himself. Like, Sancho really needs to redeem himself, D. Like, I am not kidding. Yeah. Like, what he did. Ooh! The manager is going to be like, cool. I. I. You went there, did your yeah. thing. Cool. Here's the position. The boy is gone. Show me what you got. Yeah. He's going to be given yeah. the time. And if he's given the time, he better grab it. If it's given to Facundo and Pelestri goes there and does the magic, it's a wrap, bruh. It's yeah. a wrap. It's a wrap. And then he's going to wait for Ahmad. And then those kids are going to be exchanging each other. I'm telling sure. you. And then he was going to try and see how he fits him in. So, hey, man, I, I, I don't know. The gods are weirdly trying to... Uh, show the manager something that he might be missing because yeah. we've been complaining about stuff that we just don't get why is this thing why is yeah. this thing why keep speaking anthony we want to see some sort of change uh 
Mason yeah. Mount, the thing with Mason Mount, we didn't get how that midfield was going to work. Mason Mount got injured. We're not wishing him bad, but we're just saying it's how strange it is. He brings Ericsson back in. The midfield is sort of stable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Now I hear you. And it's just, it's so unfortunate that, you know, um, Sancho did what he did. And I'm pretty sure he's shooting himself in the foot right now. Yeah. Saying if I just waited 24 hours, you know, this could have hugely played in my favor. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, what has happened has happened. And I, I honestly don't see him getting back immediately into the team. Um, regardless yeah. if he apologizes, I think he will need to earn his way back into the team. Because mm. I sort of feel if he does start, then it's just going to send out the wrong message to yes. to the club and to the fans and to the players to say, I can undermine the manager and still, you know, Aha! get Pass so, the D again, add it. <laughs> so as punishment, I think that he, he will not be involved um, in the games for quite a while. And, you know, like you said, you know, it's, it's just weird how football works sometimes of, you know, there's certain things that we see as the fans that are not, is not working out. And it's not that we wish players bad harm or whatever or something, you know, um, malicious to happen to them in order for sort of like the fans to get their way. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's just coincidence that, you know, um, this story has broken out with Anthony, Sancho yeah. pulled what he did, and a lot of you know, the fan base have been calling for Pelestri to get a chance in the first team. So I think this is an opportunity for him to come through and prove himself. Yeah. Um, you know, you also mentioned that, um, you know, Sancho is not um, Ten Hag's um, signing. And I hear the argument in that statement but you know how I am, Ben. You know, I, I'm yeah. I'm a very holistical type of thinker, and as much as I know it's an, it's an isolated situation, but I think it's also fair to say that you know a lot of the players are not ten hog signs. You know, so I kind of feel like when we bring up such matters or you know bring up such statements to sort of back up um, our points, I kind of feel it's a bit harsh. You know, because Bruno is was not a ten hog signing. You know, but we can't now have that sort of judgment towards him or any other player. You see, the manager came and he found the players. It's just unfortunate that it's not going his way with this certain player. And now it's being brought out to say, oh, he doesn't preference him because he wasn't his signing. Like, his signings were like, who are his signings? His signings were Anthony and Malasia. You know what I'm saying? And Malasia is not even getting game time, you know, even when he was fit. Right, Luke Shaw came back into the squad and took his place. So, yeah, with with that sentiment, and I know you're not the first person who says, but a lot of people are saying it. You know, Sancho is not an out signing this and that. I'm like, fair enough, but I also feel it's a little bit harsh to pull up that statement towards him. But anyway, um, can I say something on that? Yeah, yeah. So you see, like you said, it's an isolated situation. And yeah. it's rather unfortunate because it goes back to that question that you were asking, that we were asking ourselves. Like we yeah. and, and 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 the question that we thought Sancho might be asking himself is like, yo, this guy, you keep picking him, right? You keep picking him yeah. to be in 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 and he's not putting out, like he's not easy, yeah. his output is is not there, but you keep yeah. on picking him. So we now go back to that thing of like, okay, because every manager. Like, and you know this, every manager has got that player that they brought in and they want them to come and succeed. 
So like yeah. you said, it is an isolated situation, but it is there. Like, okay. I, I, like it's there. We, we, we can't ignore it. It is there. Unfortunately, it's not the case with the other positions like Bruno and what, what because other positions are actually cemented. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if, yeah. if, if, because when Ten Hag came in, he knew that Sancho was in the club. He still went ahead and bought in another right winger. Do you understand? Yeah. If he didn't yeah. need Anthony, he would have stuck with Sancho. You see? Yeah. So now he has put that situation because it's like, okay, this is the player that I bought in to help this position. However, unfortunately, we are in this situation that we are in. And it kind of yeah. like it's very difficult to ignore it because you ask yourself these questions. We think Sancho has got a better output than Anthony on a on any like on a good day, like on a Sancho good day. We know that. And then on an Anthony good day, we know that he's gonna put in a shift at the back. But we don't need him putting that shift at the back because we've got yeah. Adam Wan Bisaka doing that stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. why are you? Hey, so it's it's a trick. Nah, I hear you. And, yeah. Nah, I hear you. And you know, the last point I wanted to bring up was as much as we're excited about you know Pelestri getting a chance, we shouldn't forget that Pelestri is also another player that we've seen hasn't really been in favor of the manager. So he's also another player who has fell short of, you know, in certain games, maybe with certain players injured or missing, we thought or expected him to be starting and he didn't. So, I don't think we should really get ahead of ourselves saying that, oh, the only other option left to start is Balestri because for all we know, you know, Ten Hag can go in and start Martial, Rashford and Rasmus. You understand what I mean? Um, cool. Cool. He can go ahead and start Ganacho, Rashford and, and, and Rasmus. You understand? So, with Balestri, I don't think he's the obvious one to start in that first eleven if Anthony gets suspended, he still may um, fall in the pecking order because he has never been in favor of second choice coming off the bench, you know. And he has relied on the other players before he has thought of bringing in Palestri, same way we've seen with the defense with Harry Maguire. So as much as it makes sense, as much as we would love that, I still think we should be aware that you know, Pelestri also has suffered the same fate of not being in Ten Hag's like favorable picks for matches, and that he could go with an alternate um, player in that position and completely have a different starting um, lineup than we than than, when, than what we are predicting. So, but we cross our fingers and we hope that you know Pelestri will be given his chance, you know, to prove himself. And again, it could be that situation of, you know. Um, we think he's ready to start. We think, like, almost with the Ganacho thing, you know, um, we've, we've come to see that at this stage of his career, you know, he's, he's more impactful as coming on as a super sub rather than starting the 90 minutes. And maybe that's the way Ten Hag sees Palestri. Maybe he also doesn't see him as, an, as a player that can start um, a full game, right? So we still may see Palestri coming off the bench for an alternative player who's going to be taking Anthony's place, you know? And yeah, and then yeah, if he does start the games and he does well, all well and good. But we, we could also have a similar situation of thinking that he can start 90 minutes and do what we think he's capable of doing, but he's not yet at that stage. And I think the evidence in that is, you know, Ten Hag not opting for him to start, especially like last season 
in other competitions where a lot of the other players we expected to get game time because they were not getting game time in the main competitions still didn't get the game time because he just doesn't trust them you know and that's what we're just assuming or maybe he's just seen something in the training or whatever and he just feels that you know as much as the fan base think this you know, we know better because we are with these players every single day. You know, same thing with Donny van der Beek. We thought when Eric Ten Hag came to Manchester United, or like um, Eric has worked with Donny before, you know what I mean? A lot of the managers before him sidelined Donny, Ralph Rangnick, um, Ole. We thought Eric Ten Hag is coming. He knows um, Donny van der Beek is his boy, you know, and we still never seen, we still never saw um, Donny van der Beek get incorporated into that team. So, yeah, man. Um, I guess we just have to take it with a grain of salt and and just see how things transpire. You see, with 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 Pelestri, the exciting thing about this situation is that the chances of him being part of the squads are very high now, based on the situation that's going on. Yeah. Like if if like this this, you know, this is why I say that gods. I'm telling you, if this kid is given an opportunity, he's going to show us something. And it's going to be difficult to ignore. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Because every time yeah. he comes on, like this is not even, this is not a fairy tale. This is fact. And I think yeah. every Manchester United fan has seen it. It's not like, it's not like, nah, the kid comes in and does the job all the time. Literally like what Garnacho used to do and literally what Mason Greenwood used to do coming on as a kid. He's literally yeah. doing that. I think he's ready. It would really shock the fan base if he's not used in any capacity in any way. But I do understand what you're saying because, yes, he's not the first pick. However, his chances of coming off the bench are higher now. And we're going to get a chance to see him do his thing with his bit part situation because they can't send him on loan now because there's really... Yeah, like, man, Rashford is not ticking, guys. He's not ticking. Yeah. Nacho, we're still yet to see something that we know he he's a coming-off-the-bench kind of player. Like, he comes off the bench to cause havoc. And I think him and Palestri coming off together off the bench, I think it's something that's really, really sweet. Like, it's something that I'm Definitely. fantasizing and trying... Because they're kids. They're energetic. They know that they just need to yeah. go there and cause trouble. And yeah. get the ball in. And then you've got Rasmus there, we've got Martial, we've got Rashford doing that thing. Hey, like, yeah. it's good. Like, I'm happy. I'm excited. It's it's under yeah. very unfortunate circumstances because of Anthony's case. But, yeah. yo, this is an opportunity for the club now to see, to, to look for different ideas. Because look at the league right now. It's starting off yeah. slow for everybody. Even Man yeah. City. Man City, I've not even hit gear two. Like, they're still... I don't know. Maybe they're reversing. You know? Everybody else Bro. is sort of slowly, slowly. And we are part of that. So, in this period of trying to find ourselves, I think... And with the situations that are going on, we need to figure out winning formulas. You know? Yeah. Eric Tumag, yeah, he needs to come in there and sort things out because, yo... Bro, yeah. we can't deal with bombshell after bombshell after bombshell. Ah, nah, nah, nah. The club yeah, can't. No, I, I, 100%, I agree with you. And, you know, you, you mentioning City. City right now, the only club, um, before going into this international breaks, which are 
Um, they're the only club which have won all four games. They're four for four. Imagine. So even though they've got off to a slow start, they're still doing the bits. Yeah. Um already, like <laughs> you know what I mean? So they they've actually got off to a to a to a fine start, in all fairness. And um, but yeah, but like I said, um I know I said that was my last point, but this is actually gonna be my last one. Okay. And I don't want people to think I'm not rooting for Palestine, but I'm just seeing it as I see it. Yeah. Um, I think, yes, uh, this international break will need to come to a, a, a close real quick for Palestri to get into that first team and really solidify his position because we shouldn't forget there's also Ahmed, right? And Ahmed, in my opinion, is more preferred over Palestri in Ten Hag's eyes. So, you know, that could also be a thing of as soon as Ahmed is fit. Yeah, but D, I'm a, be, nah, nah, listen. be up the picking order ahead D, of Palestri. D, we're talking now. Ahmad is far. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and I agree problem, with you. That problem will come. You. And yeah. yes, yeah, you're right. It will come. But for now, for now, uh, for now, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like now you're you're putting you're you're putting doubts in my head because now I'm now starting to think. No, fam, like, oh, don't maybe, doubt. I'm just maybe, I'm just maybe, I'm just maybe laying maybe out the all the facts. One, maybe I'm the only no. one that's seeing what I'm seeing. <laughs> like I'm not, like I'm not trying to question myself because I'm looking at it and I'm man. I I follow Pelestri, and in the national yeah. team, bro, for Uruguay, he is doing the business, right? Like he's starting yeah. games. He's coming off the bench making changes assist and doing exactly what he does at united it's it's yeah. really crazy to think that this guy is not getting game time at united i'm i'm baffled by that yeah no I, I hear you but i get it i hear you but I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to i'm trying to stay on the fence you know what i mean i'm just trying to stay on the fence um and again like to your point say they're young they're hungry but you know with young <laughs> and hungry players that there also comes a level of inexperience you know and they may be a little bit too excited and you know do some things that could ultimately cost us a lot because you know they're, they're so hungry to get out there and prove a point that they end up making careless mistakes you know for the sole fact that they are young they don't have they don't really have that experience you know and they really want to go out there and do their thing and like i said i'm not trying to be negative you know but i'm I feel just, you, I feel you know, you. i'm just i'm just gonna put it out there so that you know i don't want to give this false impression you know to the fans and make them believe that oh you know Pelestri is just going to hit the ground running and do all these amazing things you know but we also have to consider the fact that you know he hasn't had a lot of game time in major competitions you know but and D, could you at least just acknowledge that the kid when he comes on for you now every time you've seen him every time you've seen him just please just Tell me if Bro, I'm wrong. You're like, not wrong. And you're not wrong. And the thing is, I have said this in a previous episode that we recorded. And yeah. I did say that I want to see Pelestri on. And I gave you my reasons why. You know, I told you that he does the three things that I think Agni should be doing. He should be beating defenders. He should be running by the byline. And he should be, you know what I mean? Um, hitting balls the over the... Exactly. And for those three things, I've always said Pelestri should be starting ahead of Anthony. You understand? But that's all, you know, fan wishful thinking. You know what I mean? Like, but it doesn't translate to reality. That's so true. I'm going to speak what I want to happen. But <laughs> speaking from experience and how things go, you know, I want to give both sides of of what could possibly happen, you know? 
Yes, yeah. we could get Pelish to start. And trust me, Ben, I'll be over the moon. As soon as that starting lineup comes up, you know I'm going to hit you up with a screenshot and be like, you are not going to believe who's starting them. You know what I mean? I'm going to be over the moon. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to set myself up for that excitement of, oh, yes, after the international break, Pelestri, starting lineup comes up, he's going to start <laughs> at the break. You understand yeah. what I mean? And I'm here questioning myself. <laughs> it has, it has. No, this this club, this club is. This club has scarred you, club, my friend. It 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 what has scarred me so hard. I don't know ah, what is. La, like la, I, la, I feel la, like la, I I feel like United just you know feed us psychedelics through you know the media and whatever they do, and they just make us live in this hallucinated world space <laughs> where you know we just want to believe the obvious, and then it ends up transpiring in something else. I mean, look how excited the fan base got um, when we thought the Glazers were finally going to sell. You Bro. know, just for them to drag us out the whole transfer window and then... For, for them, them to renege. Yeah, they renege. You understand, what, yeah, you understand what I'm saying, fam? Ah. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just one incident, you know? The other incident was the Greenwood thing. We're going to give you um, our decision tomorrow. It got postponed to the following week, got postponed to the following week. Then they're like, now, nah, not yet ready. We'll tell you tomorrow. And then... We got That's ourselves, we got ourselves hyped up because we honestly believed and thought Greenwood was going to be back into the team. Yeah. Just for us to get our hearts broken. You understand what I mean? So again, I'm just saying, like, United fans, don't get me wrong. I want to let you start. But I'm just saying, spare yourself that Protect doctor your visit, heart. you know? Protect <laughs> your heart. <laughs> this club will shank you, you know? <laughs> You know, blindside you and shank you so hard in the ass. So, just be prepared for you know something else to happen. But yeah, man, I think on my end, you know, that's all I have to say about the matter. I don't know if you've got any last remarks that you want to put. Nah, through. nah, no, that 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 <laughs> that's it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah, no, like I I I'm excited. I won't lie to yeah. you. That's the thought of Pelestri getting game time. You know, it's sad sometimes. He gets put in these games that are, like, sort of difficult to come back from. Like, yeah. the manager has exhausted all his plans. He's just chucking in players because we've had those games. And then you just get to see Pelestri come on. And then he comes on, and then there's that that spark. And then you'll be like, you know, there's that glimpse of, of hope. And like, wow. <laughs> then you start to wonder... Why didn't he come on earlier? Like, why didn't they yeah. bring him on 80 minutes? Because they brought him on 87. Why didn't they bring yeah. him on 25? You know, yeah. ah, like those, I ah, mean, yeah. it, it's painful to see. Like, we experienced that even <laughs> with Greenwood. Like, during that all yeah. the time, I was crying oh. out for Greenwood. Oh, I was like, man. guys, let this oh. kid start and let him yeah. handle his business. Nah, exactly. nah. They were just putting in those guys. I don't know who was in the club at that time. Like, it was... It was weird times. Weird times. I even forgot. Yeah, it was, it was it's weird strange, times. Strange time. yeah, yeah. And it was just not working. Not working yeah. at all. And it's just like, and then when Greenwood comes on, belter, belter, banger, yeah. banger. And it's like, it, hey. It, it, it was those days of, of what's his name? Um, what's his name? Something James. James something. The kid that we got from Swansea. Dan, Dan James. The, the Dan James. Yes. 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 It was the Dan James era, fam. It was, ah, oh, man. You can it was imagine. something else, fam. It was ah. something else. But no, man, it's all but, good. Yeah. Um, it's really unfortunate that we have to be in, we are in this situation as United fans. 
it's really stressful because you keep thinking what's going to happen with the club what's going yeah. to do this you know what i think the best thing is to kind of like block out this other stuff that doesn't affect the football you know we are going yeah. to try and keep it in football we will try and bring you the latest news that comes up but we always want to bring you back to the football we've got some yeah. very exciting episodes coming up for you guys solo episodes Mudenda will be talking about D will be talking about uh, uh, what he thinks his thoughts on our strikers like what we're probably going to get from them you know uh, Martial uh, V Rasmus Hoyland I am going to calm your nerves and talk about Eric Ten Hag and like give you a detailed plan of everything that he has done and what he continues to do and I know some of you think that Eric Ten Hag is a uh, is two-faced because he has a, a reputation of saying one thing and then saying the other thing so i'm going to calm your nerves and try and put you at ease and let you know that we need to trust this manager and yeah, yeah we've got exciting episodes for you guys coming up in this international break so don't be don't be worried we got you guys we got you we've got fantasy coming up <laughs> hey I'm sorry about that. That's another topic. But yeah, we'll get there. That's another topic. And yeah, we'll just bring you the latest on Man United, the club that we love. Remain calm. Everything is good. Um, it's not that bad yet. But the exciting yeah. things coming up. Amrabat, there's some strange reports coming up that he's got a slight back injury. Um, we'll mm. talk more about we'll talk more about that in the other episodes. But he's there, he's gonna be wearing number four, bruh. I have a question for you. I actually forgot, and I didn't even want to Google it. But who yeah. is where number Jones? Ah! <laughs> Phil Jones. Philip Jones. <laughs> but I was cracking my head thinking, who used to wear number four? I was. Yeah. Like, I started going back, back. I was like, really yeah. five. Who will four? Who will? It's just hitting me yeah. right now. I wanted to ask you this question. So yeah. Yeah, he'll be donning the number four. I think it suits him. And yeah, oh yeah, Eric Bay's gone to Besiktas. Yeah, yeah, done. Um, done. How much did they sell him for? I can't remember that figure. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely touch on it on another episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, be yeah, keep, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be keeping an eye on on Eric Bay as well. Not as much, but personally, yeah. I know his brother. Like I met yeah. him in China, so like this, I feel connected. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't yeah, know yeah, me, yeah. but I know his brother. <laughs> his brother's good people. So yeah, yeah, man. And he posted something, and we used to chat a little bit. Man, it's I felt good. I felt really connected to the, to the club because the guy was there. Yeah, but I'll be keeping yeah. an eye on him and Mason Greenwood, of course. And yeah, man. Yeah, we've got yeah. good stuff coming up. Yeah, D, take 100%. it away, man. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Glory Reds podcast. Uh, you can catch us on all your favorite streaming platforms on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Casta, Amazon Music. Yeah, be sure to follow, like, subscribe, leave your comments in the you know uh, description down below. You know, get involved in the conversation. Don't forget to visit our website. We've got amazing articles there as well. Um, we've got a community page where you can go and join our WhatsApp group so you can you know, continuing this conversation that we have on a daily basis. Um, we also have a Premier League fantasy group that's out there that we keep forgetting to mention. So yeah. feel free to join the league. Um, the link is also, I'm going to actually post it on the 
on the website on the community page i actually haven't done it so i'm actually going to do that today yeah. so you guys can go to the website check it out the website link is always in the description of the podcast in case you guys don't know what the url is you can find it there and then you can um yeah go and join all our platforms where we are also at but thanks again once again guys for listening to this podcast episode and catch you guys in the next one peace